Hey guys, welcome to Rediscover You. I'm your host, M. Swain. And if you landed here today, it is 111% not an accident. It means you're ready to fall back in love with life and rediscover you. This juicy little podcast is here to tell you about my authentic story of how I awakened and to give you the full spectrum of a journey to self-rediscovery. My heart's desire is to give you access to the rather wild journey life has taken me on. Plus, to give you insights into all the tools, processing, and the holistic approach to healing I have discovered, which I know will help you begin to fall madly in love with life too. So, let's get started. The other day, I was swimming around my beautiful pool with a friend of mine soaking in the fact that this is in fact our lives, our dreams. And I looked at her and said, Babe, I think I officially have my perfect title. We've been discussing how humans always like to pigeonhole and have to have ways to describe themselves. And trust me, I get asked, Who are you? Where do you come from? How are you even real? quite a lot. People can never seem to really pigeonhole me, and I seem to be an object of fascination to so many that I meet. In this life, I have already lived and been many different things. From drug addict to pastor's kid, to sober celibate little housewife, to a ballerina, a world traveler, a depressed couch potato, a live-in carer, an energy healer, a tantrika, a prophet, I mean, you name it, I've embodied many lives. But swirling around my beautiful sun-warmed swimming pool the other morning, it hit me like a ton of feathers. I am the most sexual, celibate, polyamorous, starsy tantrika in training you will ever meet. We both proceeded to laugh uncontrollably for a good five minutes because, I mean, what a title. And quite honestly, it seems to make no sense logically. Yet, if you meet me, it really fits perfectly. By definition, being a tantrika and polyamorous means that you're somewhat of a sexual goddess and open to many partners. Contrastly, by definition, being celibate means sexy time is a no-go thing. And a starseed, well, that always fits. My soul came to this earth with a massive mission, and she has been through a massive awakening and is now beginning to make some wonderful cosmic waves this side of the multiverse. <laughs> I have really come to realize that we are the dreamers of our dream, that we get to write the script, that we can fully co-create our lives through authenticity, open communication, sacred union, and total surrender to the flow of life. Also, in a world where people are more obsessed about money than the fact that we are currently floating through outer space on a round-shaped planet held down by an invisible force, I feel like my title is really not that weird. All that to say, 
I decided that it was about time to write and share some of my views of sexuality, sacred sexuality, and how I have come to really embody and heal myself in this wildly wonderful sexual way and become someone who somehow remains celibate and connected to her big soul's purpose in the process. This is part one, where I begin to open up about how I've been falling in love here in Bali and how it's opened me to learning about my edge between boundaries, sexual expression, and opening to love in the most authentic way to me. Part two will go into some of my poetry, writings, and processes I have gone through. And there may well be a part three, but let's just cross that bridge when we get to it. For now, let me begin. It has come into my field, to my attention, and into my heart, a desire to begin to write and unfold my truth about love, loyalty, and intimate union. It's been four years since I was intimately involved with a partner. Four years of clearing out my heartbreak, my limiting beliefs. Four years of healing my body, reconnecting my sexuality, learning to love and accept my yoni. Four years of understanding in my depths what I truly want, who I want, why I want them, and how to manifest it. And after four years, I feel ready. I am ready. And so, life has begun to meet me. You see, ultimately in this life, we will never have anyone forever. Not in the egoic sense of the word. Forever lasts in the very moment you are in the moment, this present moment, in your breath and in union together. The past no longer exists, neither does the future. As you stare into one another's eyes, feeling your body's magnetic pulls, your heart's deepest yearnings opening like a rose in the spring and your soul's shiver of pure ecstasy and joy. That is your forever. We lose forever time and time again because we believe forever exists somewhere else. We spend so much time seeking a forever human that we lose our intuitive knowledge that forever can only ever be here, now. We fall out of the blissful state of being, out of the present, because we buy into a lie which will never satisfy and always leave us denied. That lie is that we can have forever, as in every day in the future, which does not exist, with some body. We cannot. It simply is not possible on this planet in this time. Because the future only exists in our minds and forever can only happen in the present moment. That's here, now. After four years of healing, weeping, longing, and never belonging, I now do. I belong. I know my heart, my love, my depth, and my desires. I know that they are a true mystery and yet they are so simple. I no longer desire a loyal man, not one who is loyal to me anyways. Since arriving in Bali, the word polygamy or 
being polyamorous seems to be a very common and widely spoken about topic. It was a shock to my system initially, as I was raised very Christian, with parents who told me we only get one soulmate in this life. That script only recently got rewritten when my mom died, and then my dad fell madly in love with his now new wife, and now his eyes have been opened to the fact that we can have more than one life partner, and soulmates are not limited to one person. It's been a massive shift in my own inner perspective, and in our families too. People here in Bali are so free with their love, their sexuality. For a woman like me, it's a mix of total bliss and total mind expansion. I am such a deeply sexual being, and I always have been. But when it comes to opening my body, that's a no-go. I love to kiss, to touch, to cuddle, to laugh, to dance, to be held, to triumph, to moan and scream and be totally free. But I have no desire for you to enter me. I do not want your penetration or your cum. I do not want your fingers to push inside me. I do not desire to allow you to bring me to a place of massive orgasm. I do not want your mouth near my thighs. Honestly, I would find it more orgasmic to stare into your eyes. But I find so much joy in bringing others pleasure in allowing particularly the masculine to feel the surrender to love as I hold and heal their broken hearts with the simplicity of being a woman. But casual sex or open sex is a no-go. That's a boundary. Always has been. So being in a place that seems to be the playground for the polyamorous types, I've actually been loving it. It allowed me to be really open sexually, but also feel totally safe with my own boundaries. It's wild, but in a world where the boundaries seem to be so open, it actually allows for such a safe deepening in my own inner boundaries. I have found one of my soulmates, as in my twin, like my polar equal opposite, mirror of perfection in a man. <laughs> He is the male form of me, and naturally, he is polyamorous. <laughs> and I adore him in every aspect of the word. Total adoration. He is my muse, my heart opener, my safe space, my teacher. He is a little lion. His power is the primitive nature to have his pride of lionesses and to always be on the hunt. It's gorgeous witnessing him and witnessing me around him. God has opened my eyes to truths around love and healing, around boundaries and openness, around self-respect and full surrender. You know, the joys of living in a world of polarity is that everything is really on the edge. It's an edgy fucking experience. So many people choose the comfort zone for their love, their bodies, their experience of this life. But I have found the more you seek, the more you open yourself to desires, allow surrender, take action, and then fall into the flow of life, the wilder and more edgy it becomes. My anchor 
in the midst of these wild waves of lust, love, heart, joy, bliss, and egoic unraveling is my faith in life, in God. The more my heart opens in love, the more my higher heart surrenders, yearns for, and devotes itself fully to God's purpose. I prayed many times that I'd be cracked open by love. And now it's happening. And through this love, my inner love, my depths, my purpose, my surrender, my connection with the divine seems to go from depth to depth, height to height, strength to strength. You see, I see human beings as two things, mirrors and the divine. You see, humans' egos or their minds are a mirror to our own limiting beliefs, joys, fears, and faith. So as we perceive, so they perceive, so we see together. That's why some people you see eye to eye with and others it's like talking to a wall. The mind allows the beautiful opportunity to reflect to one another and expand in our visions of this life. But beneath the mirrors, is the divine. Human hold keys. As we seek more deeply through the understanding of self through the other, we begin to connect the divine within us both. The Holy Spirit dwells within us all. The movement of life, the creator itself, is what knits and holds each and every single atom together. As I stare into the eyes of my beloved, I see myself so clearly, and then through gentle surrender, a deep shift of consciousness takes over as I see within him God and the God essence within me awakens. As I kiss, hold, pull, grab, and breathe so tenderly against his skin, I feel the entire universe holding me opening me, loving me, providing for me, and bringing me into a new phase and stage of evolution and development. God speaks through humans. We are one of God's greatest portals for communication and access. God is love. So when you surrender to love, to the forever essence of this present moment, God can enter in and begin to communicate to the places of your soul which otherwise would never have been accessed. In this, I am learning the all too powerful tool of detachment. Detachment is not trying to convince yourself that you don't care what the other does or will do in the future and living the YOLO lifestyle. Trust me, tried that one. Detachment is living in the full knowledge that this will never last forever, but we have been given a privilege and therefore the responsibility of being held and holding one another in a union which will mirror to ourselves how to grow and give us the precious, divine and priceless access to meeting God itself through union. 
Detachment is understanding you do not need this person to have this access, nor are they your God-given right to control or keep. They are a whole gift, which has been brought at this unique time and this unique setting to give you an intrinsic access, which will open and elevate you both into a new state of consciousness. They are your assignment, your contract, your devotee. And you are their assignment, their contract, and their devotee. You are together in love to hold a deep responsibility of healing, connect to God and growing in love for this time, to allow a greater expansion of your consciousness individually and for the collective. We cannot choose who or how or why we love. We made that choice before the beginning of this life and time. Now that we are here, all we can do is hold space for the humans who come into our orbit and choose how deeply, authentically and honestly we are going to surrender to them. I see the humans as beautiful ways that my mind, body, heart and soul can begin to gravitate and open. When I see humans like this, I know they are soulmates. Now, it's not about trying to understand that. It's simply about recognizing the pull, trusting my soul contracts and opening fully to love. And you know the result? So much love, so much healing, so much joy in the simplicity of being seen and allowing others to feel seen. Because honestly, isn't that what we all long for? For me, my surrender comes with keeping my body pure for now. <laughs> I am aware enough to know that my ego was formed with deep beliefs around being sexually active with many humans as being wrong. In my own beliefs now, I find my sexual abstinence to be a deep practice for my self-love, my connection with life, and help keep my mind still and my heart ever safe to open in love. It's a balance, but I hold myself in it through daily meditation, prayer, self-pleasure, and speaking my truth to my beloved. Each person is on their own path. For instance, my beloved little lion has a different path. He is finding his opening, his healing and his power and truth through making love with other women, setting new boundaries in his sexuality and allowing life to give him all his desires without fear of doing wrong. As he makes his authentic choices around sex and sexuality, so do I. And each time, the love deepens, the trust grows, the soul contract unfolds, and the divine enters into the union. So, as I begin to wrap up this little podcast, here are my key takeaways for the entering into sexual healing. Number one, know your edge. What is out of your comfort zone? What, do, what are your desires and your longings? Number two, 
Know your boundaries. You are a soul, but you're in a body and you have a mind that has been preconditioned with beliefs. It is so important for us to honor our energy flow, but also honor our bodies and our minds so that we can authentically flow rather than cause trauma in the body or in the mind. Number three, see humans as both mirrors and keys to meeting the divine within. Allow others to be your mirror of your strength, fears, limits, and places of expansion, and then see them deeper. If you feel a connection, trust the divine within you both is calling you into a union, however it may manifest. And then act in faith that is authentic to what feels right in your body, mind, and energy. Number four, detach from the outcome. Always remember that this human experience is literally temporary, guys. The future quite literally does not exist, only in our minds. Enjoy the fullness of what is, trusting the process. Don't let your mind get identified with one specific person, but rather allow yourself to see humans as divine energy, soul contracts, and a flow which are all bringing you exactly what you need in this present moment to elevate into your next level of consciousness and awakening. It's a wild ride and an ever-changing one, but I want to end by asking you these questions. What is your edge? What are your boundaries and what are your deepest desires? How deeply are you allowing yourself to surrender to the simple pleasures of life? How held do you feel by the love of your life and the authentic truth of your own heart? And most importantly, how deeply connected to you, to your sexuality, your inner self, are you? Have you rediscovered you? I cannot encourage us all enough to begin to explore our boundaries, desires, and to allow ourselves to be seen and to see. The liberation, joy, and pure ecstasy that comes from this is second to none. It makes this temporary human experience a very purposeful one, a heart-opening one in this very moment in time. This is truly the power of rediscovering you. You can become a script writer and you can write and co-create your life, bringing life, love, joy, and bliss wherever you go. A word of caution though, when you begin to do this, people will begin to ask you, who are you? Where do you come from? Are you even real? <laughs> but it's great. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to rediscovering you. And I am so, so proud of you. If you want to hear more, make sure you hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss any. If you're feeling that 
oh my god am yes i am so ready to rediscover myself and fall back in love with life then babe let's do this thing called life together head over to my website mswain.com and book an appointment to begin your juicy beautiful journey of rediscovery today and then come over and join my ever-growing community on instagram by following me at at mswain underscore coaching i can't wait to connect until then chat soon